Hello, everybody. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to remind you of our headline sponsor, Routine. Routine, trusted ingredients made convenient. They're a family-owned company uh, just outside of Chicago. They're in uh, northwest Indiana. They are the headline sponsor of this podcast. They sell a variety of products, but the one we're going to highlight today is a product called Morning Routine. Routine and Morning Routine specifically, their first proprietary product uh, that I've come to love and use on legitimately a daily basis to rehydrate um, either first thing in the morning, like the product's called, or a lot of times later in the morning um, after I finish my morning workout, um, I'll use it to rehydrate. And what is Morning Routine? So to give you guys a little background, when we sleep, we lose between a pound and a pound and a half of water, and that's expelling vapor, sweat, etc. So the point of morning routine is to rehydrate you first thing in the morning, get your metabolism running, and uh, hit the ground running first thing when you wake up. They come in single-serve packets. Each packet contains half an organic lemon, one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, Himalayan sea salt, all six essential electrolytes, and most importantly, no sugar. Each morning, I tear one of those packets open, dump it into around 20 ounces of water, shake it up, and I'm good to go. Like I said, it's delicious. I love it. It gets me, uh, it gets my metabolism like running faster in the morning, I feel like. And it honestly just, after having to work out and being sweaty, it, you know, it rehydrates you. It makes you feel a lot better. Routine, trusted ingredients, made convenient. They also have some other products such as green superfoods, uh, vitamin D, ACV gummies or apple cider vinegar gummies and elderberry gummy gummies, just to name a few other things. You can go to yourroutine.com. And if you guys want to try out any of their products, I highly recommend morning routine. You can use code Shane white 30 at checkout for 30% off your first order. All right, everybody. Um, and then if you by the way, if you don't want to remember that URL, I have added yourroutine.com with the coupon code ShaneWhite30 in the show notes, so you can just go and click it. All right, everybody, that is routine. Today's guest, I had the comeback of one of my most popular episodes I've ever done since starting the podcast. No, you know, no other. I, it's hard to even explain all the different things this guy has done. Um, Matt Frazier or Matt Fraser. He is, um, a man, the myth, the legend. He's done a lot of different things. Um, most known for now being the five time CrossFit games champion in five years in a row. When I talked to him about a year ago on the podcast, he was a four time champion and was about to, uh, compete in his, uh, you know, run for number five. He completed it. One in an amazing fashion. If you guys haven't uh, seen the documentary that's out um, about you know the different years of the games, and you want to learn more about CrossFit or Matt, definitely check those out on Netflix or iTunes. They're they're great little movies to watch by the Buttery Bros. Marston, who's been on here, is you know one of the guys who runs that. Um, but Matt specifically, um, he announced the big news that uh, we wanted to talk about today. That he announced after winning his fifth is that he retired. So he has retired from the sport of competitive CrossFit athletics, um, but he's doing a ton of stuff. If you guys know anything about Matt, he stands for this concept of hard work pays off. Uh, he did it in CrossFit and became, you know, the most well-known, the fittest male athlete of all time in the game of CrossFit. Um, and now he's moved on to a couple new things. Uh, he launched his own podcast. So we talk about that a little bit with Josh Bridges and Savan. 
Um, he is actually a co-founder in an upcoming brand called Podium Nutrition. So he's going to be launching um, basically a first of its kind CrossFit focused supplement company coming later this summer in July. He is writing a book. Um, he's moved and uh, has got a new house and is, you know, he's just enjoying the retired life and, and getting involved in all kinds of new endeavors. We go deep into, um, for the first time ever, he is sharing his workouts and he's sharing them through a, a hybrid performance uh, platform. And so you can actually pay, I think it's $39.99 a month to have Matt's uh, programming. If you're into CrossFit and, and want to give that a shot, he is now selling that. So he's he's involved in a ton of stuff. And uh, it was great to catch up with Matt. Uh, he's become a great person to uh, get to know. He's, he's just an interesting guy. He works his ass off. And um, I think you guys are going to love this episode. So without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, round number two with Matt Frazier. Yeah, how's it going? What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, man, I'm good. Good, just busy all the time. You, uh, you have you have done a few things since we talked last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been it's been an eventful. I mean, it's it's hard to think that it's like uh, I I don't remember specifically when we last spoke, I but I spoke like a month. No, no, maybe it was like two months before the games. Yeah, so like. Almost a year. Almost a year, which is crazy. I know. Uh, I think you were number like 40 something. And now you're number, this is number 150 something. So oh, wow. It's like you've done a ton. I didn't realize how many episodes I had done until I looked back and was like, oh, wow. I've done a bunch since I talked to Matt. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we kind of think about it all the time of like, you know, planning, you know, going to some competitions and going out to the games and thinking like, oh, my God, the games are already here. Like yeah. when I'm, when I'm training and competing, it was the same thing, you know, the open rolls around. It's like, how is the open already here? How are the games already here? And this year it's, it's even more amplified. Um, thank you, sweetheart. Um, like how has it almost been a year since Crazy. I, retired? since right? I like, retired, you know, just like so many of these things of coming around, oh my God, this year flew by craziness um yeah. yeah i think i feel like covid maybe sped some of it up but i mean you've just been doing a, a ton so i mean <laughs> I'm not, I'm yeah like it's flying by not not too much changed for us with covid you know oh, yeah um, i guess it's true leading leading into the games i basically i had to like live in a bubble um right. because if we had to get tested for covid when we got out to the competition and if we tested positive you don't get to compete so I took that incredibly seriously, um, you know, basically put myself in isolation for months um, because that would be the worst case scenario. Do all that training, do all that work. It's going to, I'm going into it knowing it's my last year. I can't so have it end that I was going to say, we can just keep rolling. I love this conversation. Yeah. So, but I was, uh, wait, so you, I was, that was going to be my first question. Did you, in the back of your mind, if you won, was it like, if you win or you don't win, you thought that was going to be your last games? Uh, no, I knew it was going to be my last. Okay. Um, as long as the competition went off, the only thing that would have caused me to contemplate doing another year was if the games got canceled. 
um, because that was, that was a big thing. And that was a very realistic and no, nobody would blame CrossFit if they just said, no, you know, we can't do it. You know, everything's getting canceled. The whole world's shut sure. down. Yeah. It, it was um, one of the first like real high level, like sporting events. I feel like that was back. I mean, it was at a small scale and I know there were, yeah, just, and, there were some other things like, I guess. Yeah. Stuff. And they were able to pull it off. I think a lot because of, you know, they did it at Dave's at Dave's family's ranch and stuff like that. So it was, is it an event? Is it a private event? You know, they cut down the staff so much. They cut down the athletes so much. So it's like, there's not really many people there. Sure. Um, so, but that was just the thing that it's a real thing uh, like nobody would have questioned them nobody would have blamed them if they had just said nope can't do it this year can't pull it off um so that was the only thing in the back of my mind of like all right if they cancel it and i don't even have the opportunity to go for a fifth title then what yeah um so luckily i didn't have to i wasn't put in the situation <laughs> to have to decide on that but uh well that's yeah the, like that i, would, that I, that I knew wild because you've started so much and you're involved now. I was trying to write it all down before we started. I was like, it's crazy. All the stuff I, at least that I know that you're yeah. doing. Um, so would, would you have had to have like paused a lot of that stuff in order oh, to it, train? It, it all, none of it would have happened. Okay. Like yeah. not even, I mean, when I, when I was training to compete, you know, my life was on hold everything outside, you know, anything that happened was because Sammy was, you know, turning the wheels on that or O'Keefe was turning the wheels on it. Um, but while I was competing, you know, I, I had one priority and yeah. that was it. And right. anything else that took up an ounce of that mental energy just got put to the side. You know, I remember this is probably five, six years ago, but I was looking at buying, I think it was a, a triplex, you know, three, three units under one house. And, um, you know, I thought I was doing the smart thing, investing into some real estate. I yeah. would live in. Yeah. I would live in one unit and two of the other units would hopefully pay the mortgage. And, and I'm running it by my accountant and he was like, what are you doing? Don't do this. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, this is like every successful person I know has some portfolio of real estate. Sure. And, yeah. and my account was like, if everything goes perfectly, like you have dream tenants, nothing breaks anything. How much are you going to make? And I, I think it came out, you know, it was five, figure, low five figures. And, and he goes, okay, now if everything goes terribly, you have terrible tenants, they keep you up until two, three in the morning. You know, it's a constant headache. It's always on your mind, distracts you. How much is it going to cost you? Basically yeah. like how, what's the potential that you could lose on the competition floor? And I was like, okay, point taken. And he was like, you make your living competing, go compete. He's like, everything will be there for the day that you're done. But right now you eat, sleep, and all you think about is competing. And I was like, okay, that's cool. You're a smart CPA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to give me one um, of those in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, everything was just on hold. And, and so a combination of that and the fact that I knew the day I retire from competing, I want to make sure I'm busy. I don't okay. want to be just sitting at home. I don't do well with free time. Um, so I wanted to make sure I was occupied and always still had something to work towards okay. Um, so that I'm not sitting at home my first season, not competing, not partaking and watching my friends, you know, have success or, you know, 
I wanted to make sure that I was happy to be on the sidelines. Sure. Um, makes sense. And I mean, this year, I, I could, it couldn't be happier about the yeah. whole thing. Well, no, I don't. I mean, I can't only imagine. I mean, and I'll back up a little bit. First of all, I just want to say congrats because I mean, thank last you. Chatted, it was you'd had you'd won four, and so you you won another one, and yeah, it's funny. I mean, you think about all of the games in the past. I mean, the way you and Tia got to end it that couldn't have been cooler. So yeah, say congrats. Yeah, that was a really really yeah. special moment, and like as soon as. As soon as the workout was announced and we saw the lane placement, it was like, okay, cool. Yeah. This, is, this is how it's ending. That so is yeah, that cool. was great. Did she know going into the games that that was probably going to be your last? Did you, was she kind oh, of yeah. for that? Okay. Oh yeah. It's amazing how well you were able to keep that. I mean, people kind of wondered, but I remember I even talked to Pat Sherwood like uh, a week. I had him on here like a week before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, thank you. Cause he told me that he texted you and you gave him, you said that I was yeah. the guy that he's called yeah. the podcast. Um, and uh, I remember he's, I brought up to him. I said, do you think Matt will retire? And he goes, what do you mean? And I was like, I, I think he might be done. And he like, didn't think so. And it was just really funny. Cause then, it, you know, a week later you came out. So I'm like, I was curious how many people knew. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Not, not really anyone knew, you know, we kept it very hush hush. We kept it ex- like exclusively to our team. Um, Partly because the decision was made when I was in the middle of it, when I'm in the heat of it, you know, so I'm dealing with, uh, you know, the stress of competing. I'm dealing with the aches and pains of training, um, you know, and everything that goes along with it. And I never want to make an emotional decision. Um, You know, I've seen how many athletes every season, like, yeah, this is my last run. This is my last go at it. And then three weeks later, they're back to training full swing. They're like, yeah, I'm going to do it one more. It's right. like, all right. You know, I just don't think it, it's a good look. And I think it's kind of like a, almost like a cop out throughout the season of, you know, making this false, giving yourself this false light at the end of the tunnel where I always knew like, no, I'm going to ride this thing until the wheels fall off. I'm going to leave it with no regrets. Um, I actually tried retiring after four and then, uh, and then I was talked out of it. You know, I was told like, <laughs> no, you'll, you'll regret that decision when you're 40. So, yeah. so, you Are know, you happy you went back and did one more. Oh, very, very yeah. happy. Yeah. You know, um, you know, just there's since day one, you know, you know, there, it's one of those things where it's like, there's that constant criticism. There's that constant debate. And it was like, all right, I just want to clear it up in my head. I like, as long as I can lay my head on the pillow at night, I'm good. Right. Um, and so, you know, I just wanted to go in, you know, got the, got the fifth one, you know, swept up a bunch of records, you know, biggest point victory, most event wins, most overall wins, you know, so it felt good. It felt good to go out that way, go out on my terms. And the big thing too, is like, I'm healthy, you know, I'm, I see so many of these, uh, you know, not just ex or like past CrossFitters, but past athletes that you know, they have a limp for the rest of their life or they got pain in their knee the rest of their life or they need Definitely. surgeries all of a sudden. Nah, man, I got out. I got out scot-free. You know, my body's great. I still work out every day. I'm working my ass off. Couldn't be happier with all of it. It worked That's out really crazy. well. Just that. I mean, you think about the high intensity and the, the level of volume you've been doing. Um, that's in, in itself probably an accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I realized that like early on in my career, like back in 2015, I was 
thinking like, man, I can't do this. Like my body's falling apart. And so, you know, I just had to start treating it like any other weakness of, okay, like other pro athletes do well. How do I do it like them? What are they doing that I'm not? And, you know, so it's the same way as when I found out swimming was a weakness or deadlifting was a weakness, my body recovery and just how I felt day to day was a weakness of mine. So I had to do some work and dedicate some extra time to, you know, body pliability and keep myself healthy so that I could have an, a good long career. Yeah. It makes sense. It, when you like finally hung it up, uh, you know, it's been funny. I remember actually last time you were on, we were, you were chatting with, with me and said, you know, when I'm done competing, I think I'm going to turn and focus on like bodybuilding or like, I, I want to like mm, look yeah. good. I really, like, I want to focus on looking good. Yeah. Um, did you like, did you kind of, I know you've publicly posted that like, you're definitely trying to like do more curls and chest stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, have you kind of, did you kind of hang up the Metcons and, and start doing a little bit different? Oh no, I'm, I'm still, I'm still wearing Metcons. They're still the best shoe. <laughs> um, but right now it's more just I'm getting out of it now, but for a while it was like, Hey, I want to work out, but I don't want to kill myself on the assault bike or rower because you know, there's, I've done it one way for so long. It's really difficult to get on the rower. And it's like, I've been pulling 140 paces for, you know, six, seven, eight years to get on the rower and just start pulling one fifties. It's a, it's a whole different ball game. And it's kind of like a mental, um, yeah just brings you down. Sure. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. That makes sense. So, you know, part of it is just going into the gym and like, all right, you know, I want to do stuff that I wasn't a priority before. I just want to do something different. Um, but yeah, you know, just, I've had to change my diet drastically. So learning how to eat like a normal person has been, uh, oh, just cause your volume uh, of trainings come down a lot. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm eating like maybe a third of the calories. Wow. Um, are you tracking and, everything or are you kind of just eat clean and uh, we, we track for a little, we tracked for a little bit just because I needed something to base. Like, am I eating enough? Am I eating too much? Like, what am I eating? So we, we tracked it closely for a little bit, but the main thing is just cutting out, cutting out sugar, cutting out snacking, um, you know, just meat and vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. Primarily. But like before, it's like the amount I was force feeding myself for five years. Um, and, you know, like I'm I'm leaner now than I ever was while training um, because I always kept an extra cushion on me when I trained and competed so that when I'm going into a four or five day competition, my body's not starving and, you know, eating itself for fuel. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's been some some kind of funny funny changes like that, that I didn't see coming. Sure. Because like, as soon as, as soon as I finished competing and training like that, and I continued just eating my normal diet that I've been doing for years, you know, I just started ballooning up and it was like, what the hell is happening? (laughs) And then it was like, Oh, okay. When I'm sitting around all day, I don't need 7,000 calories. It's like, all right, let's make some adjustments here. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Right. I was going to say, I mean, that's, it's funny to think about like what that, like your day to day must look like now compared to what it was. Yeah. You know, the, the things I thought I, that would be difficult haven't really been factors. And I don't know if it's because I braced myself for them and I was expecting them. So I like kind of had in plans, plans in place, how to deal with them, you know, just like 
missing the competition or like wishing I was still on the floor, having regrets of retiring, anything like that. Yeah. All that stuff, perfectly fine. It's stuff like, um, you know, changing up my diet and getting used to that. Um, basically like working off my computer and phone. Like I don't have work hours. So I just end up like anytime I open my phone, I could be working. And that's and a slippery so slope, right? Starting to get the starting to see how that well, works. Yeah. Eyes, eyes, eyes open, eyes closed. It's like, I'm just always doing something. Yeah. Um, and so it's like learning how to basically set hours for yourself of like, okay, you know, 8 PM hit it's time, like give yourself an hour to, to relax before going to bed. Um, trying to think like, what was the other thing? Oh, the like anxiety of training. Like the association I have with the gym, it's been, it's been hard to break because my association with going into the gym is pain of like, I'm going to do rowing intervals that are going to be painful. You're going to question like (laughs) if you can make it assault bike intervals, squatting, everything was just the most intense um, stuff because that's how you get better. You break yourself down. Um, and so now like going into the gym, like I still have that anxiety of, I know what I'm about to put myself through. And it's like, no, 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 you can go in and just have fun. If you want, you don't I was need... gonna say now you can like go have fun, which is probably totally different for you. Yeah. Because before it, like I put so much weight on it of like, no, if you, if you want to make a living, if you want to put food on your table, you need to be the fucking best at this. Um, and so it was every day was just like selling my soul training in fear. Yeah. And now it's like, no, 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 you can go in, you can put on whatever music you want. You can work out with your friends. You can talk in between sets. That's cool. You know? So what a change it's, it's taken a while. And that was something that I had no idea would be difficult. Um, just breaking that association. I mean, it's crazy. It, it, it reminds me of um, this is a horrible analogy because it's not even on the same level. But like I do, I had that problem where I, I played in like high school, not college, but high school golf. And just like mm-hmm. so whenever I was on the golf course, it was serious. Yeah. So, like getting into college and out of that, I remember like the first couple of times, like buddies were like, let's have a beer. Let's have a couple beers and let's yeah. goof around. And you're like, well, hold on. I got to like reprogram the way even like go on yep. the golf course. So I have to imagine it's similar if you're used to. It's like what you do for work. It's uh, well, I remember, I remember first getting back into training and I was doing like a, just a easy or a, a simple Metcon of assault bike and uh, sandbag cleans. And it was like five rounds. I mean, the workout probably took 10, 15 minutes, something like that. But like I'm going and I did the first three rounds at my old competition pace. And it's like, I haven't trained in a couple months, you know, I'm hurting. And then I get off the assault bike and when I was training to compete in my head, it was constantly telling myself like, like don't let the pain dictate your actions. Mm-hmm. Like who cares that it hurts? Like pain is inevitable. How, what you do during the pain is an option. And Very true. so getting off the assault bike, you're in full pain and you're like, I want nothing more than to sit down for 10 seconds, catch my breath and then keep going. And so for years and years, it was like, Nope, doesn't matter that you're in pain. Doesn't matter that you're sore. doesn't matter that you're tired. Grab that fucking ball and start lifting it. (laughs) And, uh, and then, you know, I'm telling myself this getting off the bike and I'm walking over the bomb. I'm like 
full pain face. I'm hurting. And then I just realized like, Oh, I don't have to, I don't have to, like I can, I'm still getting a phenomenal workout, but I can enjoy my time here a little bit more and chill for 20 seconds. Um, and that was so strange. And it felt like I was doing something wrong. I felt like I was cheating. I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Like you're still getting a great workout in. You're getting your physical activity, but just chill, you know? Right. That's crazy. What What is like a day for you now? Like in the, in the, in the set, in the gym setup, like, what are you doing? Like, or what are you doing? Well, so, I mean, for the last month, I really haven't had a gym set up. So we just finished, oh, moved, uh, right? yeah, we just finished setting up the new home gym. Um, and we were four days, um, from like probably 8am until, you know, four or 5pm of just setting up the rig for four days. Wow. I'd, uh, a couple buddies in town and we just hammered, but it was, it's such an extravagant home gym. It's like the, the gym I've wanted for years and years. You talked uh, about this, I think on my, on the last time we did this yeah. podcast. Uh, you yeah. It's the design you wanted to do someday. It, it yeah, looked, the first time I saw the picture of it, like, Oh, that's what we talked about. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a wild space. Um, you know, rogue just like they stepped up. They, I forget how exactly it happened, but like I sent them an equipment list of stuff. Okay that I wanted. And, uh, and they're like, Hey, why, why are you buying this much stuff? And I was like, Oh, I'm building out my new home gym. And they were just like, nah, you're not, you're not building that. Like this is going to like, this is your new gym. Like this, we're going to be for a while. Like we're going to do it and make it look incredible. And so they sent it to like their internal design team and they sent me drawings or like AutoCADs. And they're like, this look good. And I'm like, dude, that's, crazy yeah oh, it's badass. amazing yeah so they kind of took the reins on that because <laughs> they're like they're like we know how much this is going to show up on camera we know how much you're going to be using it you're going to have people coming in from out of town with a train here yeah this to be an impressive spot and they made it impressive that is so <laughs> badass are you gonna yeah. i'm sure you will what we can get into are you gonna do like a, a gym like a gym review like you did before yeah yeah so yeah we you know videotape the whole delivery, you know, I had like the, the delivery was so extravagant. I had my own dedicated, uh, semi truck <laughs> of stuff. Uh, so, you know, I think there was 11 pallets total. And then I still have a handful of pallets showing up. That's incredible. Um, That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You got a unit. So that ass. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're, we'll, we'll put out a video of, you know, just, anything and everything to do with that build and then we'll do do like a tour of you know what everything is why i chose it how i use it all that stuff badass man that's awesome well good for you man it's, it's cool to hear that <laughs> you're like getting to enjoy this time a little bit you're getting into some new oh stuff. yeah i mean are you enjoying just mixing up the training and doing more doing some bodybuilding stuff and doing more curl like you know just just yeah, outside I mean, it's stuff. like i'm it's an opportunity to be a beginner again you know, like I know, oh, yeah, that's a good point. I know, like the basics, you know, bench press, curls, tricep, that type of thing. But, you know, actually talking to people that are in the like, like that's what they do. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh my God, how are there this many variations of curls? How, like, you know, right, just silly stuff like that. So it's just something that's so different than what I'm used to. You know, I went from Olympic weightlifting for 10 years to CrossFit for almost 10 years. And now it's like, okay, now I'm just going to 
kind of experiment just see just do something different for a little bit but it is get it is good getting back into doing some crossfit stuff because you know i'm testing all the workouts for my programming you know testing yeah. you know weights time intervals uh rep schemes all that stuff to make sure that what i'm putting out doesn't just look pretty on paper because mm -hmm. um, that's really easy to do you know with descending reps and it's like everything's 30 20 10 well, it's like, all right, well, is that appropriate for all the different movements or does that just look better on paper, you know? Sure. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so I like, I like testing everything as much as I can firsthand to make sure that what I'm passing on, I'm happy to put my name on of like, if some, that way, if someone doesn't like it um, and you get criticized for it, whatever it is, you're fine with it. Because right. like, if I'm yeah. confident in it and putting my name on it and I'm happy with it, if someone doesn't like it, yeah, okay. It's not, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I'm, I'm proud of it. So I feel good about putting it out there. That makes a ton of sense. Do you, do you think you'll probably end up longer term doing kind of a, a hybrid between CrossFit and other types of stuff? Just kind of always keep it interesting. Um, I mean, my, the, the programming I do, I put in some stuff that is labeled as bodybuilding stuff. Okay. Um, oh yeah. I you know, whether it's, yeah. Um, but you know, it's just, it's good accessory work. Like there are movements in CrossFit that recruit heavily, um, you know, your pulling strength that on, on your biceps. So it's like, well, why would we not do bicep accessory work? It's a huge muscle group. It gets recruited all the time in how we compete. So why would it not be in there? Right, um, right. But I think there's this association with, oh, if you're doing curls, you're standing in front of a mirror and all it is is for show muscles. And it's like, well, no, they, they serve another purpose than just looking good. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, so the program I put out, you know, there is a good amount of strict gymnastics or kind of like the, the quote bodybuilding stuff, but it's with the intent of it being applicable to functional movements. Got it. Okay. And that makes sense. And for people yeah. listening uh, who don't know what we're talking about, Matt, I mean, congrats on that too. That's yeah. a, a huge thing you did is uh, finally you've released your, your program yeah. through yeah. Hybrid Strength, um, the Hard Work Pays Off program. You guys can check that out. I'll add the link to that in the show notes. But it's the first time you've ever released your own programming, right? I think last yeah. time you, we talked a little bit about that. I mean, it's like the first time I've released anything, anything of what I do, you know, like very rarely in the past what I even put up a single workout that I did um, not even to mention like the times I'm getting or my strategy or my mindset going into it. Um, even, even tools that I used in the gym uh, you know, I played those very close to chess. You know, there, there was a handful of tools that uh, if I had, you know, a camera crew in town and I'm going through my workouts and like, I would pull out this, like little device the and shoulder start, thing you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was a big one. I've had that for years and I never let anyone put it on camera. You know, I would see them pull out their camera and they'd come over as I'm doing it. They're like, Hey, like you want to tell us what you got? Here? I'm like, Nope. Like, Oh, that's Hey, cool. like, do you, do you mind not putting this on camera, please? And then like in personal conversations, please don't tell people that you saw this here. Wow. Um, so strategic. I love it. And, and certain things that like the way I trained, the reason I trained these ways, um, you know, I kept, I kept it all close to my chest because I'm like, no, this is a competition and I'm here to try to beat everyone. I'm not trying to help my competitors. The minute I was done, I was like, yeah, I'll tell anyone everything. 
Like, <laughs> like if, if I can help someone out, fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I've, I've taken, I found out I enjoy, you know, I like coaching or just like helping out, like assisting, um, some other competitors and what they're doing. I'm having a ton of fun with that. So it's been cool. And it's just been way different because I've never talked about it before. Yeah. I have the whole whole, new thing you can talk about. I have the whole narrative in my head of the rhyme and reason why I do these things, but I've never said it out loud really. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. What has been some of the early feedback Are people like shocked that this is what you were doing or people like, you know, um, here's what people are thinking or what you, what you I, think, I think competitors been like, Oh shit, that's what he was doing. I don't, I don't think there's been any real shock. Um, and I mean, like I've, I've had a couple competitors hit me up and they're like, all right, what, what are you doing that we're not? And it's like, I don't know. What are you doing? And like, they, I'm like, Hey, just send me a week of your programming and I'll give you my thoughts on it. Um, and, oh, that's and nice. Like, and uh kind I mean, of it's gotta be a common it. question because you were so i mean you in some things you were just so far ahead that mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of them have been like what the hell were we doing yeah so yeah th- there's been a few that have kind of reached out and they're like hey like you know whether it's hey i want to come up to your your place and train with you for a week or have you watch a week of my training um or you know whether we're doing it long distance and i'm asking them like all right what, what's your weekly breakdown the big thing is like, why are you doing these things? What are you gaining from each one of these sessions? Um, how much volume are you going? What are your percentages? How are you, how are you planning a month out? What's your taper look like? What's your mindset into competing? There's a million questions that I, th- I don't think a lot of people give them much thought. You know, they just, they've yeah. seen what other people have done in the past and they're just like, Nope. If you want to be good at this, it's volume, volume, volume. Always do. All we do is Metcon, Metcon, Metcon. Um, and it's, that's just the way it was. And no one's willing to take the risk to try to something, try to do something different at the risk of that something new being wrong. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I've, I've spent a lot of time over the last couple of years and thankfully I came from another sport where I, you know, I had some, some knowledge on how to train the Olympic lifts. Um, but then getting into this, it's like, okay, like what, what are other sports doing? How are other sports prepping for a competition? What's the lead time going out? How much of an off season are you taking? How much time are you put into body work? You know, all these little, little tiny things that probably not any single one of them on their own is going to make a noticeable difference. But when you implement 20, 20 of these different practices, now it takes you from winning the games by a couple points to you know, setting the new record margin of victory. That's crazy. And, and since it wasn't like the norm, how did, if you don't mind me asking, how, how do you think you, how did you come up with some of it? I mean, it was just a constant test and learn for you over the last decade. Um, you know, I, it all got implemented piece by piece, little by little. Um, but a big thing was after the 2015 games leading into the 2015 season, you know, I was broken, you know, like both my elbows had tendonitis in them. My knees were, were achy. I remember getting, I had to get x-rays in my hands and hips because I thought I had bone spurs. I thought I broke, broke bones in my hand. Like I was just beat up, crushed, crushed. And it's cause I wasn't training appropriately. I was just super high volume, the heavier, the better, um, go, go, go. And, uh, 
I remember going into the 2015 regionals, just like a broken man. And so, you know, after the disappointment in the 15 season, it was like, okay, like I need to start finding a, how can I make, get longevity out of my career? Um, but then also how do I feel better? You know, I just feel like shit all the time. And so it was just talking to professionals in other crafts, you know, um, and then even looking into like, okay, what's the best number one form of recovery? It's the easiest fucking thing. It's sleep. Yeah. All right. right. How, how do I get the best night sleep possible? Um, and so something as simple as that, how do I make my sleep better? And do you wear like a whoop or anything like that? Mm-hmm. I was, no, I've always been curious because you seem like someone that would be obsessed with that, but I've never seen you wear one. No, no. So there's, there's a fine line of, I listen to myself. Um, you know, I've just seen so many people basically going off like the bad version of placebo effect of like, you know, placebo, it's like you're in a bad state, but someone tells you, here's a magic pill. And you're like, Oh yeah, it's way better. And it's just a sugar cube, you know? Okay. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen the opposite happen of like someone comes, comes in and they feel great. They look great. And then they look at, you know, their recovery results. And it's like, Oh, you're in the red. And it's like, Oh well, man, that means I'm, I'm not going to be able to pull as hard on the rower. I'm not going to be able to do this. And that's a real thing. I've, I've worn Huge. one for a while. And I, I, I will tell you, there's days I wake up. I'm like, Oh, I feel good today. And I look and my recovery score is not good. And I, I swear like my workouts are worse. Yep. Yeah. And you know, I, I had it, I had it happen in the 2015 season. I was talking to some friends about this yesterday of, uh, I thought I saw some test results that said I had low testosterone mm. and, uh, and so the, for months I was telling like, Oh, you're tired because you have low T you're not recovering because you have low T and then it ends up. Those weren't my results. That was an example diagram oh, that was geez. on the cover of my <laughs> results. And I was like, shit you know Um, oh wow that's crazy so so i really try to like be honest with myself on how i feel like if i actually feel like a superhero then i'm going to train like one and and like i'm going to pull back where i need but something as simple as sleep like you sleep better in a cool environment so i kept the ac in my room at 68 degrees i had my windows blacked out and not like blackout curtains, like tin foil and duct tape on the windows. Oh, wow. So zero <laughs> light gets in. Um, I have a dawn simulator, so it wakes me up with light instead of sound. Uh, trying to think like. You just engineered else? it. Like a white, white noise. Like, so we just had a box fan on so that like when Sammy wakes up and leaves the room and she's in the kitchen or something, if she's bumping or cupboard closes or something, it's not going to wake me up because I have that white white noise going you know no no cell phone for an hour no cell phone or tv for an hour before bed um you know just very very simple things but when you add them all up if you're going from getting 70 percent recovered to 100 percent recovered yeah over one one night or one week you may not notice the difference but when you do that 365 days a year yeah now it adds up compound effect and even, like the mattress that I found a mattress that I love. And then you go to a hotel, a cheap hotel and the mattress is like a taco shell. It's <laughs> yeah. like, well that now 
this is where your recovery matters the most during a four or five day competition. And so I just have the mattress company mail me a mattress to the hotel to use wow. for five days. Yeah. Um, you know, it, simple little things like that, that kind of add up and compound throughout the year. Makes a ton of sense. Yeah. You, you basically took your, your background in engineering and, and engineered, you know, recovery, right? I mean, that sounds like mm-hmm. what, basically what you did. You're like breaking it down to its simplest form and figuring out what to do. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. Has, would you say, um, you know, hard work pays off your programming? Has it been a success so far for you? It's like a whole new business endeavor. So what have your, what have your thoughts been so far it as was, the business side of things? Um, I, I literally started it as like, all right, I like two things. Like one was to keep myself occupied. You know, I want to set up projects so that the day I stop competing, you know, I'm not leaving the competition floor to twiddle my thumbs. Sure. I don't do well with free time. So I wanted something that would take up some time. And then the other thing was, okay, I've put a lot of time, effort, and passion into learning how to train. Um, and so I want to pass that on. You know, yeah. I have no, I have nothing to gain by playing these cards close to my chest anymore. So I want to give it to whoever wants it. And, you know, trying to be as interactive as I can be uh, with however much is realistic. Right. Uh, but I figured, you know, I figured it'd be a fun side project and it, it took off uh, pretty big. Yeah. Um, like 10 X of my expectations. How badass. Um, yeah. When I saw, so, when I, when I saw you announce that, I was like, this is gonna be big. He's got such a global audience. It was, it was wild. So, you know, on one hand, it's like, this is phenomenal. And like, I have heard, I I've gotten messages from so many people, um, of just like, love this programming, you know, I'm hitting PRs. I'm feet like I'm never felt better while training all this stuff. Oh, that's great. Um, but then also, you know, I have some friends that are doing it that I reached out to them and be like, Hey, will you do this programming? Um, and so they're running through it. Uh, three months ahead um, and they're testing it, you know, Hey, you know, just giving me a second stamp of approval. Like, yep, these weights are good. These reps are good. The time domains are good. Everything. Um, Little gut check. And two of the four that I have doing the programming are competitors. One is a master competitor. One is, uh, you know, in the open division and they, they're, they're both saying they're like, you know, they're ranking, they moved the master, I think moved up 100, 200 spots in his division. Oh, wow. Just from doing um, a, a, what is it? A he, month, he, two months of the cycle. Yeah. So he's about three months in now. Three months. Okay. Wow. Um, and then same, same thing for, for the younger guy, you know, he's, uh, he's competing next weekend, but through the open, through the quarterfinal, you know, he's crushing all his old numbers. And so it's like, okay, cool. Like this didn't just work for me or I'm not just like there. So having their stamp of approval, um, hearing the messages from other people, they're like, no, we love this. And it's like, okay, cool. That's awesome. Um, yes. You know, it it was really nerve wracking of like putting that out there and it's like, you're you're opening yourself up for criticism. Yeah. And it's like, oh man. All right. I hope I don't get, hope I don't get hurt on this one. Yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those things too, though, where, 
I mean, whatever people's opinions are, it's like, well, it worked. So um, whatever yeah. your opinions are, I mean, <laughs> either use it or don't, but it worked. So yeah, you know, it's so easy to just, it's so easy to say like, oh, I put on a blind, I'll listen to the criticism, you know, oh, don't take criticism from anyone that you wouldn't take advice from. Sure. Yeah. yeah criticism still hurts, you yeah. know, like, right. it's, oh yeah. Um, especially when it, if it, if it comes in in huge waves, it's like, it's overwhelming. I can only um, imagine, but you know, for the most part, obviously there were some criticisms of, from the programming, but what made me feel good was when I released the program, I made my intentions very clear of the purpose of this programming. And so the people that signed up and were pissed that they're like, oh, there's no way this is what Matt did to win five times. Oh, like, really? No. You got some of that? Yeah. And like, I'm, I tried to make it very clear of like, no, like the volume and intensity and what I was doing was practical for two people in the world. And we barely held on. I'm like, I'm not going to give that out to everyone. Like you'll all, you'll all break. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to give you a version that is appropriate for someone that, you know, I think it's two hours in and out of the gym. Two hours start to finish. It's a good chunk of time for most. Yeah, it's not short. I mean, that's not, um, you know, it's probably longer than most people do. Yeah, and but you know, I think I think it's probably about a minute, an hour twenty to an hour thirty of regular programming, and then there's some bonus work every day. That if you have extra time, if you have some extra energy, you want to do it. It's there. Got it. Um, but yeah, I think you know, I made it very clear that like, this is not my games programming. Like nobody should be doing my old games programming. Um, yeah. It might be entertaining to try to do it for a week, yeah, but right, you're not going to get right, fitter. Right. You're just going to pound yourself against the wall. Um, and so that, you know, the, and I made that very clear. And so there, there were some people that signed up They're like, this is bullshit. You know, it's not your games oh. programming. And I'm like, and that, like that criticism, it's like, no, I made my intent very clear. So the fact that you didn't listen to any of it, Sure. I can't help. I can't help right. that. So there's going to be some criticisms that you're like, yep, that's fine. You know, yeah, right. I, nothing right. I can do. You, know, no, you can't help can those. Do. You can't help those people. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And I was, I thought it was cool. Uh, I had a hit on this while we talked too. Um, when I, it was funny because obviously you, you didn't share it, but then all of a sudden I got a notification from someone sent me, someone sent it to me and there, and it was, it was your episode with Joe Rogan. And I was like, mm. about time. I'm like, about yeah. time Joe got, you know, someone from CrossFit on, especially Matt. Um, what was that like? And I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I'm sure that helped with the programming and things too at the launch. I would think just the visibility to that audience was so incredible. So that, that experience was phenomenal. Um, is it really an experience? I, I feel like it has to be just the, the, he's got a studio and you go well, like the whole thing. It was surprising how casual it was. Oh, okay. You know, like, yeah, you just show up to the studio. Like we hung out for a couple minutes. We got our COVID test done. And then he just like, I'm hanging out there with a couple of the employees that kind of work at the studio. And then he just showed up and it was like, Hey man, how's it going? And we were shooting the shit for a couple minutes and then like, we got onto a good topic and he's like, Oh, like, Hey, let, let's stop this. Let, let's just go into the studio and talk. Oh. And then like, we literally just walked into the studio, put on headphones and then started our conversation. And then that was, that was it. Like I figured with how big that show was that there would be a lot of like, I don't know, like official things going on, but it was sure. Literally casual. just goes. 
kind of like our conversation today we just kind of started talking like um you know it was nerve-wracking because on one side like i was like man if i go and this guy ends up being a dick this is gonna ruin a lot of things for me yeah i've I've listened to his podcast for years the coolest guy you can ask for yeah was he just like he has to be i feel like you can't do that long a form of podcast for that long and like bullshit at that that on camera off camera super nice super cool um literally what you what you'd hope for you know from the personality that you've seen on camera that's what i got was it pretty strange Um, just i because this is funny i mean i think you and me probably are similar i've listened to him i think since 2014 maybe like right when yeah. i got out of college oh i've listened, listened to him for him. years yeah and it, it i just was, can't imagine like all of a sudden you're plugged in and you have a microphone and you're like oh my i'm on this it was fucking nerve-wracking i bet um because not only is it like oh my god i'm talking to you i've watched this podcast for years and now i'm seeing like this first person angle of it. Yeah. So You're staring crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Um, so yeah, that was weird. It was nerve wracking because I was very aware of how many people were going to hear it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think some friends tried to get me excited about it. when the opportunity came up, they're like, dude, this is crazy. I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, really? You, and, and, you weren't like, like going nuts about the opportunity? No. No, I mean, because I was like, he's just another dude. Yeah. He's just right. another dude that worked his ass off. Um, so I'm trying to stay very casual about it. And I think people are trying to get me excited about it by telling me, like, yo, he has 10 million listeners to every episode. Like, like everyone is going to hear. And then it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's a lot of people. You think about 10 million people, you're like, wow. Um, but the the mistake I made was telling people that i worked with um that it was happening Mm, um whether it was sponsors or partners or whatever because so many of the projects i had going on at the time weren't finalized Uh, and so oh they're all probably like matt you've got to throw in something about this so hey this is the domain that we that we landed hey this is our instagram handle this is the promotion that we have coming out this is like for certain projects, like, Hey, you can talk about this aspect of the project, but you can't talk about this part. Yeah. And so I went in there with, with just these agendas of having to tiptoe around certain things. Um, and, and it really like, I listened back to the episode and it's like, I'm, I'm more critical on myself than, than anyone. And it's like, okay, it didn't come off too bad, but like, there were some missed opportunities other than, rather than just talking casually about like, Hey, you're retired now. What are you working on? It's like, Oh, you know, I got a book. I got a movie. I got this company. I got, I'm doing this. Like, yeah. Instead of just talking casually about those things and explaining them, I was more scared of slipping up and saying something I shouldn't. And so I was kind of, and then, and then on top of it all, I didn't, I didn't think I would be nervous on that. Um, just on that podcast in general, but I was so fucking nervous of saying something wrong or something, letting something slip or anything like that. So it was, he's, he's a great interviewer and he, it was a great learning experience. Um, I just wish, I don't know. 
like it's like ah, you know i wish i wasn't learning on the biggest platform in the world yeah. but it is what it is you know i, I mean personally i listened to it i thought it was great um you know i i i think going on that 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 type of podcast i mean, I mean there's nothing compares to it and yeah to, to even expect to especially it's different if it's like a 20 minute podcast where i feel like you know people can play it's like that it's like a soundbite on cnn like that's a very planned yep. thing when you're sitting down with someone for three hours i mean Dude, you can't control time where it warp. goes it was a time warp i bet um you know no windows no clocks no nothing in there and then just like before i knew it he was like all right man we should wrap this thing up we're going on three hours and it was like what, what? that was three <laughs> hours um you know, i was I laughing did. i kept thinking I, I was listening to it and i, I didn't watch it the first the, the first when it first came out but i was like are we gonna have like an elon musk moment on here like what's matt doing are they gonna you know you just never know he's like he's like he breaks out he breaks out all kinds of stuff depending yeah on i was laughing yeah i mean that was the first question everyone got like yo you do drugs with rogan <laughs> no no it's not like that that's so funny no i mean it was cool man i think it's probably one of those things too i mean what great visibility for all the things you're working on for the crossfit community as a whole yeah i mean just just cool in general i thought yeah yeah i mean it was it was an incredible opportunity you know i can check it off i can say i did it you yeah. know i if there's ever an opportunity to do it again um i would love a second swing at it because i can now i'm more comfortable with the projects that i have going on sure um, you know i'm not i'm not going to hold my breath for that opportunity but um yeah you know it was but i know now going in like if there's if the project's not finalized or you know it's just a whole new world for me of having business partners or working with other people because before with my training it was well no i'm i'm the only one that i need to account for yeah. um yeah right it's true so it's like i know what i want to talk about what i don't want to talk about but now i need to take other people's interests into consideration yeah um and that was like my first time talking publicly with those things to think about so uh yeah it was a little tough to navigate at the time i'm a little more comfortable with it now because i've had a little more practice but sure Sure. Yeah. No, but congrats. I just want to say congrats. I thought that was cool. Thank Good you. opportunity. Hopefully it helped get more people hearing about the programming. Cause I, I assume people who maybe aren't as close to you, um, you know, if they didn't know you were going to release something and, and then that, now you're on Joe Rogan, just yeah. a lot of people pointed back to you. So yeah, great opportunity. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Well, the other big thing I want to make sure we fit in was uh, obviously your, the brand you're launching. I mean, that was enormous news with the buttery bros. So yeah, congrats on that. I mean, I'm sure Thank that's you. been a huge undertaking. You're getting into the, uh, you know, I'm in the food industry, so it's, it's a little, it's yeah, exactly food, but supplements it's, it's similar. So, I mean, congrats. And I'd love to just know, you know, what that has, that, that project had to have started a long time ago. Obviously I, I understand the undertaking of bringing mm -hmm. something like that to market. So yes. Yeah. Kind of same, same as everything else, you know, as we're going through, um, you know, as the idea came up and, you know, first thing is like, Hey, if, if we do this, you know, what's the breakdown of it? What, what are our goals with it? Where do we want to be when we launch? Where do we want to be in five years? How do we want the brand represented? And then even something as simple as what do we want to call it? Yeah, you know? Right. Um, and so even something like that of like, all right, we, we want this to be something that we can stand behind. Like, what are we naming this thing? And so, you know, we landed, we landed on podium. Um, but then also like partnering up with Marcin Heber, like, that was awesome. Uh, you Super know, cool. 
they're they they they're like the OG OGs of the space. They've been around way longer than it, like most of the athletes. And most people um, don't, I don't think realize that. I actually had Marston on here uh, because ago, and it was cool just to hear more about. I didn't realize how long he's because been. Because it world. probably wasn't until about 2018 that yeah. they ever were in front of the camera. He explained um, that like he just turned it. He's like, one day we turned it around. And I'm like, oh, that's I never thought about it like that. You were just on the other side. Yeah. You know, they, when they got laid off from CrossFit, I think they were just kind of bouncing around. Like they were kind of like some, you know, lack of a better term, just like lost puppies. Like, yeah. just like, what do we do? Right. And, uh, and so they came to, they came to my house and I was like, guys, like, just come hang out. Like, I don't know, at very least we'll have fun. Yeah. Sure. And, um, and so they were doing the workout that we did in Dubai. They did the workout acid bath. And, yeah. and I was like, Hey, give me the camera. And I was oh, filming really? them. And, and that was their first episode of buttery bros. That's so um, funny. Was, was in my garage and it just kind of happened on a whim. And then when it came out, I remember, you know, we're all telling them like, guys, this is something you can make this into something big. And, uh, and they just kind of ran with it, you know? And it's like, I can't like, it's hard not to like those guys. They're just yeah. fun. They're fun. They're kind. And they work their asses off. Um, Great so when it, when it came to looking for business partners in any, in any category, um, especially something that's, you know, we want to be heavily represented in the CrossFit space. So starting a supplement company, like I can't ask for better partners than those guys. Yeah, um, definitely. So we, we've been having a ton of fun with it. You know, it's a ton of meetings, ton of stuff that uh, like, like just the design stuff. It's something that's so out of my world. So like when we're looking at logos or designs or bottle design, anything like, like 10 will get laid out in front of us. And I'm like, dude, they all look great. And then you get guys from the design world, like Marcin Heber. And they're like, yo, number four is trash. Number eight is trash. Like, like going what's through, wrong with mine? Like, <laughs> and so like, I'm looking at them. I'm like, I, I, I couldn't even tell the difference between them. And they're like, oh no, like the spacing here, the color here, like, and it's just stuff that that's their world. Yeah. Right. That's their world. So I'm sure there's, there's other things that I would do that they wouldn't notice the difference, but you know, so it's just, it's funny seeing those worlds come together. We each bring our own thing to the table, but it's been very cool. Um, you know, I've taken supplements for years. I didn't know what went into the process. And so learning all that, getting to do the flavor testing, we got an incredible team. Um, that it's, it was literally a, a, like a mad scientist lab, you know, the, the beakers, the scales, the, <laughs> all the different stuff to, you know, we take a sip we're like, Hey, we want a little bit more sweetness on the front end and a little more tart on the back end. They come back five minutes later with a new formula. Like, all right, no try this oh, one. Really? It was really cool. Like seeing all of that stuff firsthand. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it seems like quite the operation from the, the video that you guys released mm -hmm. um, is your, is your day-to-day -day involvement going to be pretty, are you going to like be involved in most things day-to-day -day or is it more of like a founder, you know, higher strategic level, longer term, you think? I uh, know, like, I mean, the, the intent is to be involved in it. Um, yeah. You know, there are other people that are better suited. Like, it's probably not good for me to be, you know, running the books on it right now. Okay. Um, yeah. Because that would make some, for some big mistakes, but 
you know, I'm trying to get more and more involved in it. Um, you know, I'm in on all the meetings and there's, there's been some where, you know, like everyone's given their input on a different topic and someone will like chime in on me. They're like, Hey Matt, do you have any input? And I'm like, not on this topic. Like, <laughs> like I'm not for me. Like I'm like, basically this meeting I'm here to learn, but yeah. then there's, there's other things of like, Hey, you know, we're going to market. How should we go about going to market? What flavors do we want? The, the one that I'm having a lot of fun with is like picking out who do we want to represent the brand? You know, yeah. so picking, picking an athlete um, that we think represents the brand itself and the values very well. Um, and so there's been some names that get thrown out that, you know, they're a flashy name and I'm like, Nope, I want nothing to do with that. Person. I think they're, I think they're stagnant. I don't think they, they're going to tap their own potential. I don't think they have whatever it is. Sure. Yeah. Um, but then when the name that I brought up first was Medeiros and yeah, I was like, congrats on that. That's huge. Yeah. Um, I was like, this kid is, is the future of the sport. I think as if he wants to dominate, he can dominate as, as much as he wants. Um, and I was like, from the conversations I've had with them, his work ethic, his dedication, I'm like, they don't make them like this, you <laughs> yeah. know? Um, so I was really excited that he was on board. He was as excited for it as, as we were. Um, so yeah, like my, my involvement with the company, um, you know, it's, I'm very involved right now and I'm trying to get more and more so that I can take on a more and more substantial role. That's awesome, man. That's very cool. Yeah. Whole new world for you um, that I'm sure you'll love. It's fun. I think selling Dude. a physical product I, I tell this story a lot. When I joined RX Bar, I, I, I came from like an engine manufacturer before. So, you know, yeah. I don't get to touch the engine. Don't get to share it with yeah. anybody. Coming to RX Bar, I remember the first time I went to a, a meeting with Amazon. So we flew out to Seattle from Chicago and we brought a ton of bars. And I just yeah. remember like being able to like talk about it and give thing, giving someone like a physical product that you sell yeah. um, is pretty cool. You just like, you can talk, you just start talking to people and you realize, you know, it's just so much more fun to be working with a brand where, you know, again, you can share whatever you're selling. Again, you'll I mean, see that podium is going to be the same way. Yeah. I mean, with, with everything, I'm like, you know, like working on something and knowing that I made progress is a whole different world because for the last couple of years, you know, I'm, I bust my ass, I work my ass off. And then I'm for six, seven months out of the year, I'm like, I hope, I hope this pays off. Yeah. I sure. hope this works. Right. I hope yeah, I'm doing know, the right things. Right? You don't know. And then you're just training. You're just in fear all the time. You're in fear of failure. Um, and you have, you don't really have many tests throughout the year to like, uh, like comfort you of like, yep, it's working. You're good. You know, it's like you have the open and then a sanctional or something. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, you're, you're going months at a time without knowing if you're doing doing anything that's creating progress but right now it's like nope okay we're good like yeah we, we yeah, can see have, it yeah you can see it and then when you guys actually launch you'll have sales and all new stuff you'll be chasing and yeah so yeah okay. i mean i'm excited for that um you know we're in the process of figuring out how do we want to officially launch where do we want to officially launch, all that stuff so sure yeah. it's it's super fun throwing around ideas especially with people that are much more creative than myself. Yeah. Um, you know, hearing their ideas that they're coming out with, it's, it's been a lot of fun. 
Well, I'm excited for you, man. I mean, you you went from being the top of the CrossFit competitive <laughs> world to now just doing, I mean, just doing really cool stuff. It's got to be fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a whole different world because before it was like, I didn't run out of time during the day. I ran out of energy. Yeah. Um, and now it's the exact opposite of like, man, why can't days be 40 hours? Like, right. I can, I can fill it. No problem. I got so many different moving parts. Um, you know, just trying to fit it all into one day. It's like, man, I wish I had more hours in the day. Sure. Yeah, I know it is. I, I'm with you. And when you're doing multiple things, there's never enough time. And yeah, always, you just are always trying to figure out how you can optimize and, and improve, you know, the uh, output of what you're doing at this point, because there's just so many. Yeah. Pieces. Well, that's yeah. exciting for everyone who's listening. It obviously doesn't didn't know uh, if you didn't know what podium is. I mean, I think you guys are launching this summer is the plan, right? I know it's yep. kind of later this summer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right now, um, I think we're shooting for July. Um but yeah, we're just figuring out where and how is the best route. Um, so that's kind of up in the air right now. That's like the discussion that we're having. But, you know, the products that we're rolling out with, the flavors, that's all finalized. So that's really exciting. Um, you know, we have a, a protein powder, a pre-workout, and then a BCAA with hydration. Um, and then we already have, you know, our next rollout of supplements in the books we know what we're nice. going with so we know what's going to come out in the Got next innovation. line of products Love yeah it. um yeah you know keeping busy with podium the hwpo training uh partnered with hybrid uh book movie dabbling in some real estate building out this home gym just and you then have your own start. podcast, by the way. I mean, I know that's another yeah. thing. I mean, I was like, yeah. I was literally writing these down. I'm like, he's got hard work pays off. He's on his own podcast, Podium. Oh, he has a YouTube channel. All the, yeah. And, and then starting the YouTube channel. <laughs> yep. Uh, and I mean, that's entertaining because we're like, we we hired uh, a guy that we had worked with in the past. And you okay. know, we're like, hey, you know, with how many things we need going that we have going on, we need you with us we need you to relocate um and and then so you know we're spending some time in vermont this summer and so we wanted him to come up here and we didn't realize how crazy the real estate market was um oh. and so it's like the market yeah. is is dry and anything that comes up you know places now the new thing the new standard is a hundred thousand dollars over asking cat cash no inspection no inspection. Oh, yeah. that's a, I haven't heard that one. That's a yeah. new one. So yeah. I mean, so, so the, market, guys, the, the place you moved to in Vermont, did you just, did you guys just get that in the last year? Or is it, if you had that place for a while? Uh, we, we bought it about a year ago. Okay. Um, so, and so we're, we bought it a year ago and uh, we didn't think we were going to move back full time or we didn't think we would move back for a couple of years, okay. but it was just a perfect piece of land, perfect location, everything. And so I started, I, I have a friend living here. Oh, and okay. So he's living here with his wife and kid. And then <laughs> we were like, Hey, we're, we're just going to come up for, you know, a little while in the summer. So we're co-living with them. And our, our cameraman was going to get a place, no places available. Oh, and so no. he's also living with us. Oh. And so it was just like, <laughs> Oh man, you guys got you a know, party, but just kind of, yeah, everyone, everyone's rolling with the punches, going with the flow. Uh, you know, we're 
we're making it work. Yeah. Yeah. You are, you have pivoted so much since I talked to you last, man. It's cool to see you just, you just totally over part of life now. Um, uh, but it seems, I mean, it's, it's like, like you're, you're a little more relaxed, like you're enjoying it. You're moving, you're working oh hard, but like, I can tell just from talking to you today for an hour that you, you know, you've, you're just, you seem like you're happier to be honest. You're not as like, way serious. happier. Yeah. Way yeah. Happier. You know, um, yeah, you know, it's not, it, it's just a whole different world. It's, it's, there's so many parallels just in completely different fields. Um, you know, I just get to, I get to work my ass off yeah. and it's super gratifying working for yourself. Um, you know, I love, I love finding the projects where I can work a 16 hour day and lose track of time where it's like, I'm down doing something and Sammy will come down and be like, Hey, do you want dinner? <laughs> and, and I'm like, dinner i'm like i haven't even had breakfast yet she's like all right well it's like 8 p.m you know like it's time to wrap it up and i'm like <laughs> i'm like oh my god i thought it was like noon uh really are you even like that wrapped up in the stuff oh yeah like I, I love those things where you just get tunnel vision you just get into a good flow state and you're just like chugging through it yeah um yeah. it's just nice now that like i'm not worried about bending my knee the wrong way or anything like that so you know we're, we're just we, we got some acreage here. So it's like my buddy and I were like, fuck it. Let's buy three pit bikes and we'll make a full pit bike track. And Oh, hell yeah. So you know, just silly shit like that, that I'm able to do that. I, I've just had you wouldn't myself, have been able to do that before, right? I mean, I've had myself wrapped in saran wrap. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, if I twist an ankle, there goes my, my year, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, just having fun doing shit like that, working my ass off, playing, you know, being around friends. Uh, yeah. It's just a whole different world. Love it, man. That's so cool. Well, congratulations. I mean, like I said, hopefully, well, obviously I'll share out all of the links to this stuff between hard work pays off podcast podium. Uh, and then the other thing I wrote down too, I was gonna say, you're still doing like, and you're doing a lot of brand sponsorships still too. Right. So, I mean, yeah, you're just, you've, you've become an entrepreneur now more than anything. I had, I had to say while we were on here, I'm like, Matt's turned, turned cross the games athlete into just straight entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, and when, when I first retired, I was like, all right, I'm going to, I got like, I think there was like six different opportunities. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take two of them. I'm going to take my two favorites, work on these, build these up, get the ball rolling. And then I'll take two more. And then okay. I'll take two more. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to get to the numbers three and four. It's like just so, so many moving parts with these, with everything that I'm yeah. like, okay, my plate's full. Yeah. You know? yeah you're playing, I, I'd, I'd rather do a handful of things tremendously well than like a dozen things kind of half-assed sure um so i i think i think i made the right decision with picking the projects that i picked uh but yeah it's just every day is a different grind yeah yeah i mean i bet i bet and you're involved in so many things i mean so the the last few questions i always like to ask people real quick because i know we're, we're about over our time is um you know, you're doing so many things now, uh, like we just spent the last hour talking about, what are you using to keep track of like the goals you're steering towards and like daily tasks just to get shit done? Do you, are you a pen paper guy, an app guy? What do you use? Yeah. Um, so part of it, you know, for like the daily checklist, um, I prefer pen and paper. Um, I'm going through so many of them that I've had to just use like notes on my phone. Um, I don't like it as much. Yeah. Um, because it's not like constantly in front of you. It's only there when you open it. That's sure. why I like the pen and paper. I like having the pen and paper on the counter 
So every time I walk by it, I can see it. And it's a reminder. Um, in terms of the goals, there's some of the stuff that I have goals around, but a lot of the stuff is so brand new. Um, I literally went into it and had to tell myself, like, you're going to just do it. Like, just work on it. Um, you're going to do some things incorrectly. You're going to do some things inefficiently. You're going to make some mistakes and have to redo things. But it was just a whole new topic that it was like, for me to set a goal on this is so, I'm just picking something out of the dark. You know, the sure. goal wouldn't reflect anything. Um, so I was like, I'm going to give myself some time to get familiar with it. Realize like, all right, the timelines are what's actually involved in these certain tasks and then I'll set a goal. Um, Got it. Yeah. Because I just didn't know what was involved with achieving certain things in these new spaces. <clears throat> so some of the stuff um, like, like the programming, you know, the number I set out of like, all right, this is how many, if I have this many signups, I'll be happy. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think we quadru quadrupled that number in the pre-sale. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, like oh, so that, and that goal is crushed. Exactly. So like yeah. from looking at that, I was like, oh, okay, picking a goal on a topic that I'm brand new to is almost irrelevant because I don't know what's good or bad, you know? Sure. Um, so, so yeah, right now I'm still in the process for most of it of like, no, I'm just doing it just every day, just grind, get as much done as I can, um, type thing. Um, I think, I think coming up soon in the next probably month or two, I'll sit down and kind of reevaluate where I'm at with certain, certain things and, uh, and, and put some goals on paper. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's just so many moving pieces. It's hard to set a goal post if you don't know yeah. how long the field is type of thing. That makes yeah. sense. Love it. Um, and then this one, I don't think I asked you this last time, but either book podcast. Um, I always say source of knowledge. Do you have anything for the audience, the listeners today, that's something new that you would recommend? Um, so books and podcasts I've actually cut down on, um, like basically to zero. Okay. Um, just cause I, I don't, cause before it was like, I would run out of energy during the day, not time. Um, but now it's the opposite. I'm running out of time, not energy. And, and so, you know, podcasts, you know, I'm just constantly on the go. So podcasts aren't getting, I don't have time to like sit down. I don't like walking around with headphones on or anything like that. So the podcasts aren't, yeah. are on, on, uh, on cycle, um, reading. I mean, forget about it. Like I'm going to bed yeah. right now. Okay. I cl I'm closing my laptop at usually midnight to 1am and then I'm up at seven or eight and just like right back at it. Um, I'd say the one place I'm really like trying to meet more people, I'm trying to branch out, have conversations with people in areas that have done it. Um, you know, so meeting new friends that are like, they have their niche in whatever company I'm like, and just like, Hey, what were the fuck ups you made early on? How did you recover from it? You know, all these things. And, some of the stories of these things that you would think the only option is close up, close up shop, you know, ah, we had a good run, but 
you know, we, we screwed up so badly. There's no recovering from it. Sure. And yeah. for them, they're just like, no, like we just dealt with it. Yeah. It was a huge hit. It was terrible. We didn't sleep for a week, but we got through it. And so it's very encouraging hearing stories like that. Of So now anytime I run into a problem, I, I think of like, what is this story going to be in five years? You know, like, oh, you know, we made this blunder, you know, we deleted all this information by accident, you know, but we recovered like, yeah, trying, trying to think of like, all right, how is this going to turn into a funny story five years from now? And it's like, yeah, it's not going to be all good time. So there's going to be a lot of stress and working hard, pulling all nighters, all that stuff. And we've, we've already had it, you know, um, we had it where Bo and I, we ran into a problem, um, and it was like, okay, well, what, how can we, how can we fix this? How can we make it better? And I was like, all right, I was like, dude, get your camera. We're going out in the garage. We're going to record a video. And I think, I think it was from like 11 PM until 1 AM we filmed. Oh, geez, and then, yeah. and then he stayed up until I think 4 AM editing to get this information that like there was a blender, like the, on the launch, it didn't get put out there. And the people on that end were trying to correct it, but we want to, also try to correct it so we're getting the information out there and it was just like no you're just doing what you have to do right. um yeah so whether that means filming until 1 a.m and then editing all night to get the information out and give the value to the customer well that's what we're going to do yeah it's not enjoyable but like i this is what we set out to do is to give the best experience to them possible right um so yeah shit like that you know just talking to talking to people that have done it talking to people that have experience in different things you know um Nobody woke up knowing all everything there is to know about any topic. No, no they all, they all went through the learning process. Right. So, yeah. That's exciting. Well, good for you, man. It sounds like you're, you've turned into a, a sponge too, to try to learn and, and experience. Yeah. It's, you know, it's so weird. Deep the CrossFit hole that now you get to go and do this on other topics, which is. Yeah. You know, and it, it was the exact same as when I started CrossFit. I'm like, why would I know how to do this? I've never done it before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, going for so long, almost being in your comfort zone of like something I'm very familiar with, something I'm very secure with, um, something I know how to work hard towards into a new topic of like, am I doing the right things? Am I, is this hard work in the right areas? You know, so it's, it's been fun being a beginner again. Um, but luckily I'm surrounded by great people that are keeping me on track and telling me, telling me what to do and when. Right. Right. Love it. That's what you need. You got to have a yeah. be successful. Yeah. That's a huge, huge, important thing. Awesome, man. Well, um, again, thank you for coming on today. It was a pleasure catching up, getting to hear yeah. all your new yeah, adventures. Yeah, it's great talking again, man. On, man. Yeah, I'm happy for you. I'm excited. I'm, I'm sure the business endeavors will not end here. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you're still doing lots of investing and all that as well. I know oh, I'm yeah. On oh, yeah. Always. Always. I love seeing that when you talk about it. Um, <laughs> that's great. So congratulations and, and good luck with everything, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. Cool, buddy. All right, man. Have a good one. You too, man. We'll talk soon. See ya.